Hi, we're four moms living in Silicon Valley. We all landed here from four different places. Candice from Philadelphia. Jasmine from San Diego. Tamara from Toronto. And Kim from Atlanta. New motherhood can be scary, but beautiful and really overwhelming. So it's nice to have the right people in your corner cheering you on. We found each other and now we want to share with you. Welcome to MomSync. Hi everyone, this is Jasmine. Welcome back to another episode of MomSync. Today we are talking about sharenting. And let me just read Google's definition for you. Sharenting is the overuse of social media by parents to share content based on their children, such as baby pictures, details about their activities. Um, it's mostly related to a concept of sharing too much information about your kid. And we thought it would be a great topic, us living in Silicon Valley, some of us working at, um, working at or in conjunction with social media um, platforms. And we thought we would just give our thoughts about it. We haven't talked too much about it, so it'll be a, a nice, fast and loose conversation and just get every, all the ladies' thoughts on how and why or how they decide to share photos and information about their babies. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting topic, especially right now where you see so many options, right? You can decide not to go and put your baby out there. You can decide to share your family life. And then some people like to monetize off of it all. And, you know, to each its own. I don't judge anyone based off of what they decide. I think you just pick it, you know, pick what's best for your family. Um, for me, uh, we decided collectively not to post Juliet uh, on our main social channels. So you, if you look at my Instagram feed, I post her in IG stories because they don't stay long. They just stay for 24 hours. Um, and I only do it every now and then, but I never post her on my feed. Um, and that was just our decision as a family because we just didn't want to make that decision for her to put her out there too much. And then also like, I didn't want to really get caught up in um, posting everything about um, my daughter and, you know, my life. Because I was already nervous about making my page public. I used to be private for a very long time, and I would just share to my friends. And then I, you know, as I started to grow in my career in journalism, I decided to open up my page. And then um, from there, I started was still nervous to share some intimate moments because I feel like, you know, there are only certain things that you can just really keep to your, your between you and your family. And like, I may have posted maybe one picture of my wedding and like maybe one picture of Jared. Like he, Jared's page is like all me. And then you go to my page, like, are you married? <laughs> so he's there. I love my husband dearly, but my page, I just decided to make it more focused on work. So I really don't post Juliet a lot on there. Um, and I've been talking this whole time and I never introduced myself. And <laughs> this is Kim Smith Jenkins. Hey, Kim. The one from the ATL. What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, I just really decided to go that route um, with the decision between my husband and I. But, I mean, I really appreciate some people who share their families because I learn a lot from the moms on platforms. Like yes. I learned some, you know, just like even watching their children grow up. It's really cool. And like one of my faves is uh, Denise Bossi, I believe I'm saying her name correctly. 
but I love, I mean, I feel like I've seen her daughter grow up and now she's on to her second child and she shares so many great tips and um, she literally like, you, you might as well have uh, a, what do you call it, a reality TV show on her Instagram page because she shows every moment. But, you know, I glean from some of those moments. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, I want to hear about Tamara because Tamara is really good at Instagram. So I really want to know Tamara's approach to sharing photos of well, Adeline. thank you for the kudos. <laughs> I'm Tamara and uh, my baby is Adeline. She's about three and a half years old. No, She's three months. <laughs> She's three months old. I have some severe mommy brain today. I've got a lot going on. I'm taking my first trip uh, at the time of this recording. So, anyways, my baby is about three and a half months old, and yeah, as far as sharenting, uh, I hadn't really given it a lot of thought, and was kind of like, it's okay. I'm okay with it as far as like posting her on Instagram because I feel like regardless the photos are out there in this world everybody is watching there is so much cluttered information that I really don't feel that it's so much of a risk as far as uh, as far as what we're posting and really my page is kind of a drop in the bucket bucket with all of the content that's flying everywhere um, but I feel like it's also nice that I get to share with people who are not in our city and people who are who are family and friends who are, you know, this is now Instagram specifically, Facebook. It's a method of communicating, uh, not just, that was a weird <laughs> emphasis on the syllable. <laughs> See, mom brain. Um, so yeah, it's more of a communication channel I find for a lot of people at this point uh, rather than or for me rather than you know more of that celebrity status which you do see a lot of people doing that and their aim is also to do that which uh, I think is fair as well there's some really funny charismatic kids out there and it's almost like this is the new TV and everybody can participate so on the flip side of that, my husband, uh, I don't even think he's shared on our Facebook page that we're actually still married or in a relationship. So he basically, I think the last time he's been on Facebook, he's never posted anything in the last however many years I've known him. And he's very much like, don't post pictures of me. I don't like that. Um, but he hasn't seemed to really say anything about Adeline. I think also... You know, us putting us ourselves out there in this podcast, we're talking about these things. So I don't really see why it's all that different uh, because we are sharing, we're sharing our stories. But the photos, okay, fair enough. But again, there's so many pictures out there. Is it, is it really, should we really be that concerned? Hi, this is Candace. I have a 18-month-old Canon. Um, I didn't. I was never a big poster to begin with, so I think it was kind of a natural thing that I didn't end up posting very much on Instagram and certainly not even on Facebook. Um, that's even more limited. Uh, my husband is not on any social media at. <laughs> And as a matter of fact, I have to remind him that he has a Twitter feed, not an Instagram feed. But 
Um, that's his little haha being a Luddite. But um, yeah, he's not on social media. I'm limit that what I actually post. I do a lot of, um, I'm kind of a, I read a lot, I like a lot, I follow different things, but I'm not really a prolific poster, if you will. So, and I, I haven't thought enough of my brand to like, um, curate what I'm posting on Instagram. So I think my Sherrington is limit. Sherrington, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of a tongue twister. Is limited based on number one my approach to use of social media. Number two, I did give it some thought about how much I wanted Canon's image out there. Um, I do share pictures. I take lots of pictures of her. I share them through group chats, group texts, whatever, with friends and family. Um, so it's not like I'm not taking pictures. I just choose not to put it on social media so that it lives forever and ever, whatever it does on social media. Um, but again, I don't begrudge anyone who does do that. I like to see it. Sometimes it's entertaining just to be like, so-and-so did this today so-and-so did that today wow they're really busy so I, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing but I do think it's important as part of sharing and looking at social media and really thinking how it impacts your children because they haven't given permission to um, post their likeness um, they you don't know how it may come back and um, no one here or no one that I know post embarrassing pictures of their children but other people do and um, you have to be conscious of that you don't know how that's going to play out um, or you know if they become a mayor or political figure or whatever um, you have to think about those things we talked about posting and not posting so now that our fourth member of our girl gang is on the way, Jazz. Oh Have you decided? My gosh. <laughs> no, I haven't. Actually, I feel like um, I'm either really, really sure about something or I'm like riding that fence like hard. Um, and with this one in particular, I like to say that my Gemini brain comes out because I just bounce and forth pro con, pro con, pro con. So um, I have no idea. You know, I also think about, you know, my kid might be like my husband and be a really private person. And here I am. We got like 500 photos of them before they can even talk and tell me no, you know, or um, like Tamara said, like most of my family lives out of town or in another country. It, it could get a little taxing, texting them photos and talking to them. And when I can just post it once and, you know, it's just right there in that nice little neat spot for everyone to talk to me about it. So um, I go back and forth. I also am not a great poster. Um, I get kind of um, hit in the head uh, verbally about you know, not sharing things like, Hey, you were, weren't you out of town? You didn't share any photos of it. And I've got like 500 photos in my phone, <laughs> but I just, they don't end up online. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just lazy in that regard. I don't know. Um, Okay, so my top pros would definitely be being excited about, you know, my child or what they're doing and um, sharing it with people that I love. And then the cons would be who knows what my kid's going to grow up and, and think about, you know, their likeness being all over social media because it doesn't go away. You know, you can take a photo down, but um, I've, I've actually Googled myself and I've found old Instagram photos that I've deleted that are still on the internet, you know? So 
you never know. Um, there's also, you know, um, their personal information. Lots of times, um, you know, with technology, facial recognition is a thing. And at some point, our faces will be recognized when we walk down the street and they accumulate that data from somewhere. You know, I am notorious for not reading the terms and conditions on social media platforms, so I don't know what they're doing with those photos. Those are like the, the back and forth thing that I do a lot, you know, like, oh, but this, but that, but this, but that. So I'm not, I haven't really landed. I feel like um, I love um, DIY bloggers, and a lot of times they're big families. Um, and, a, and some of them have turned to sharing photos but not sharing faces of their kids, which I think is pretty interesting. You know, it could be a far away photo or a profile. It could be a far away photo or a profile photo or maybe like from the back of their head kind of thing, um, just because they've got like a million followers and they're out, they're at Home Depot, you know, they don't want strangers coming up to their kids. <laughs> being the gatekeeper. Yeah, you see a lot of that too, like the uh, cute baby Instagrams. And like, they're great, I love them to death, but how many parents are giving permission for you to be posting, you know, to your 15,000 followers, their baby, you know what I mean? So. And I'm kind of like, post my baby, she's so cute. I want the world to agree, because I think she's so adorable, but. And it, and it is, like mm -hmm. when, in, when you're in that newness of it, and it's wonderful, then at the same time, it's a little selfish too on my part. I'm like, I think my child is wonderful, <laughs> but do I really want everyone else commenting? And and then you start getting caught in that, you know, wicked social media cycle of looking for likes. And I don't need other people to validate that my child is wonderful or that my child is cute or whatever. I want their self worth to come from other things. And sometimes I think. And this is myself personally, I find that with social media, you get caught up in looking for likes and things like that. So I've kind of divorced myself a little bit um, from it. I would call it maybe, I guess people take media fast or social media fast. So that's my version of a social media diet. I do the thin version. Yeah, I just <laughs> finished a social media fast. So I did uh, 21 days of prayer. I start this every year at the beginning of the year and so I decided to do social media this year and it was refreshing to just like unplug not be so like tuned in all the time when I wake up in the morning or whatever I just kind of just I deleted the app off my phone but to an earlier point you made about knowing like figuring out your brand and so for me that was something I kind of thought about too like for what I for what I do in my career, like what was my brand? And so one thing I thought about, like I didn't want to like shift into, and I love being a mother and I, I value this job as a mom. Like this is the most important job I will ever have. But I also didn't want it to like 
become I didn't want to become one dimensional and then just completely shift and I'm like all mommy and that's all I talk about and that's all I do and I think we Candace and I we've had this conversation about like how we're just you know as women we're so incredible because we can do so many different things and do them well all at the same time and becoming a mom is another thing that you know women you know as a woman you you take on and you find a way to handle motherhood and then you have all these other interests in life and you're a wife and you're you know a career woman and all these things and I didn't want to put myself into one box and just start just doing all motherhood posts and so thinking about like what did I want to to my brand to be and I I wrestle with that a little bit because I love like sharing you know some of the fun things that Julia does and so she's a very funny child and she's like rolling over and laughing and you know I just find myself sharing it within group chats on my phone instead of posting it to social media but I think like I didn't want to go into this place of like always posting motherhood topics because I didn't want to like limit myself to that because I feel like I want to still be able to reach people and talk about other things and not just be defined just as Kim the mom but like there were other things that I was (laughs) into before Juliet came and I'm struggling with that as well as I think about going back into the workforce and having a public profile versus a private profile my profile is public right now and thinking about your platform as a whole and you as a business and a brand, at what point do you decide if that's gonna be a mommy brand, like you had mentioned, um, and do you keep it, right now it's one dimensional for me because I'm a full-time mom, but then I think about also when I get back into the workport, workforce and people Google me before they're gonna like look at my resume and what are they going to see? What are they going to judge me upon? So, yeah, definitely that crosses my brain as to what I post and what I put on my social media sites. But at the same time, that's Adeline. (laughs) At the same time, you know, I want to go back into the workforce and I want people to know that I'm a mother. And I feel like it's, it's frustrating to think that people might you know, not hire me because I post mom pictures, you know, so that, and at the same time, I want an employer who's going to be like, she's a mom, it's okay. And also, you know, it it should support me as my brand in that sense, whatever my brand is forming to be, you know, having a podcast, also writing, potentially blogging. uh, I want it to all go together. And I think that's, that's a challenge, though, thinking about if I'm going back into corporate world or not. But I think that's our challenge, and that's why we're here for MomSync. It's we're these multifaceted individuals who, I, w- I don't want to say happen to be moms, but we are moms. That defines us, certainly. That's been the defining moment that brought all of us together. But at the same time, we have other interests, too. And it's balancing all of those things so that you're this whole person that, you know, whatever shakes out, five years, two years, six months down the line, you know, you can be proud of what you put out there. That's that's what you really want to think about in this whole idea of sharing thing is figuring out, okay, if I post this picture, not obsessing over it, but be thoughtful in the process. Think about 
what the impact is going to be. How does it impact you as an individual? How does it impact your child, your future child's um, prospects, your future prospects as an individual? Although, quite honestly, to go back to your point, tomorrow, if someone didn't hire me because I'm a mom, I don't want to be about them anyway. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, bye. Um, <laughs> it, they, they find many other things to discriminate against. And if you're discriminating against a mother, that's not any part of an organization that I want to be associated and it's crazy that we have to think like that because I go back to thinking about when I was interviewing uh, for a job, not interviewing, but taking on a new job. And um, I was scared to even reveal that I was pregnant because I didn't want it to become a distraction. And it, it's crazy that we think about, we have to think about all these things. And granted, like they welcomed me with open arms and we, we got through it went through maternity leave, all of that stuff, and came back. I'm still, you know, with the team. But at the same time, you think, like, am I going to, like, lose my position far as the momentum I'm gaining on the team? Or, you know, do they think I'm not pulling my end of the weight because now I am a mom and I have to, you know, go pump and do these other things? And so I think, like, companies are becoming more uh, – family friendly so to speak like supportive of families but at the same time you do have those thoughts and worries about whether or not it's gonna play a part and if someone decides to hire you or not or if they decide to promote you or not and I mean it's the thing that a lot of women have to face in this society and I just think that as we continue to make progress and continue to put mothers out there showing that we can do all of these great things. Be a boss. Be a mom boss. <laughs> um, yeah. Just be. <laughs> yeah, just be. You can, we can, you know, make some changes in this world and make people wake up and know that, you know, it's not 1925 anymore. So let's, let's get it. <laughs> Absolutely. I have a confession to make. I don't know if you guys know this, but I still have not posted about my pregnancy online. I'm, I'm going to be 34 weeks pregnant on Thursday. That is very true. <laughs> but to be honest, I didn't post at all. It was like, oh, here's my daughter. And people were like, I didn't even know you were pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously some of the people. <laughs> like if I go back, there were some sneaky pictures where if you were looking, <laughs> like really stalking my page, you might have seen a bit of the belly. But again, that's a private thing. That's, that's your time with your husband, your your time with your baby and you don't have to share it on social media you can yeah. if you have to but you can i know i go back you don't and forth have to, but you can yeah it, it's mm -hmm. all about what you're comfortable with it goes back to what you're branding if if you're a sharer like you were a big poster before it would seem odd like you get pregnant all of a sudden you know like silent bob um or barbara <laughs> um versus you know if you know you never posted before and the next thing you know i'm pregnant and it's a, it's balancing it. yeah it's definitely. a private decision it's a decision that you have to make for yourself what you're most comfortable with and at the end of the day do you want to open yourself up to have people comment and then anticipating the baby and everything else? And I tend to be Miss Doom and Gloom. Um, not always, but with my pregnancy, that was the case. I ended up 
obviously having my daughter a little bit earlier than I anticipated. So for me, it was a little bit of hesitancy and just being careful, just protecting myself. And Is that why, Jasmine? Or why do you think you haven't posted? Well, I, I think it's, again, another Gemini thing where I'm like, oh, you know, like my college friends who live across the state, we don't talk that much, but we keep up with each other online, so they don't really know, you know? But then I think, but it's such a juicy time, and it's just so nice to, you know, like, well, not I have like to worry juicy. about that. Yeah, it is. It's just like, you know, like, yeah. you're building this baby, and it's just so nice, like, you and your, your, little, your core, you know, people in your life, and it's not a big deal, and... You know, you don't have to think about, I always think, oh my gosh, this sounds awful. But I think, oh, I'm going to post this photo and people are going to be texting me and people are going to be commenting and I'm going to have to respond. It's going to be like a part-time job. <laughs> so there's always that. But um, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of like, eh, nah, I don't know. I think yeah. the, I posted the whole way through and shouted from the rooftops about my pregnancy, I think. You know, after I, I got past the scary window of, of first trimester. And the one thing that I found that has been so amazing is I haven't had negative comments. It's all been supportive. And even now, as a mother, I, I want to pass on that support and just saying, hey, I'm. I think we have to kind of... My, my opinion is scream it from the rooftops because it's so wonderful to have that network, even if it's online, to not feel so isolated and also just sometimes, you know, you get comments and tips and tricks uh, from other moms who are like, oh, you go girl, and just a lot of support. And I think that's very positive. As far as uh, going into the future, that'll be something that I have to consider again as she gets older. Do you think that if you lived closer to your family members, um, like they were in closer proximity, would you have shared as much about your pregnancy on social media? Or is that, do you think that even if you were wherever your family was, you still would be the same way? Um, yeah, I, I probably Mike. wouldn't have shared, wouldn't share as much, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, definitely my sisters are in different cities. My brother's in a different city. My dad is in a different city than my, my friends from back home. And then also I went to an international business school. So there's a lot of people that were social media friends, you know, we can celebrate each other's. Uh, milestones through social media even though we don't see each other maybe once every four years or maybe once every six months you know but I can still celebrate you and what you're doing well, I think that was a, the reason I asked I think it's a good point to bring up when um, you're establishing your tribe and you're a transplant from somewhere else it's figuring out how much are you sharing with your global tribe, if you will, about this? And in which way are you choosing to share that? Is it through group chat? Is it through text? Is it through social media, one and done type of thing? Or do you have you created a tribe that's truly positive and who will want to contribute? Um, and so there's a lot of things to, to weigh here, your brand, your tribe, how close your tribe is. Um, in how much you end up sharing. But again, I go back to you have to think about 
you know, how is this going to be six months from now? Like I look at um, Tamara's posts and they're lovely. I mean, there's nothing in them that you'd be like, mm-hmm, I don't know about <laughs> that. Um, Cause I'm her friend. I would tell her, I'd probably take that down. <laughs> but most of the time I'm like, wow, that's impressive. She look got at those hope. purple Go lips. Ahead, girl. <laughs> Snaps for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that breastfeeding photo in Target, you mean? <laughs> yes. I mean, there's been a couple that I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's I, interesting. I def- okay, in a good way. Okay, in a good way. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that um, if we were to give any advice and some of what we're talking about, it's really about how you post and how you share should reflect your personality and your style, but always be responsible to your child. Yeah, I think, I think one <laughs> mantra that I live by is check your motive. Mm. Um, oh, anytime yeah. that I do something... I put something out there in the world, I always say, check your motive. What is the reason behind your decision of doing this? Why did you decide to post that? And a lot of times that will answer the question of, am I doing this for attention? Am I doing this to be malicious and being petty, as we would like to say these days? Am I doing this because I want to inspire? Or am I doing this because I want to share and love on the people that are you know, near and dear to me um, in a different way? Um, so I think just answering that simple question will help you decide when to post and when not to post. Mm-hmm. I like that. That That's a great way to sum up this. <laughs> and I think one thing we can just talk about, if you guys, I know you had mentioned a few different people on social media that you think are doing an interesting job. Maybe we should just talk about who we've admired or, or who we've thought is a little bit controversial. Anybody have any um, Arielle Charnas, I follow her. She's the founder and creative director of Something Navy, and I really like her page because she, because going back to the whole brand thing, she really ties in motherhood and being a you know founder of a, a growing fashion line, and so um, she shows both sides of it. But she shows a lot of her home life, but then she also shows a lot of her you know behind the scenes of her building out her new her brand and her company and I really gravitate towards her page because that's something that I'm working on now personally so um, I think like going back to the whole brand thing reasons uh, why I post like I posted my pregnancy like um, and announced it on social media at one point but I think it was more in line to I want to be able to show Juliet that even when you become a mom or become a wife, you, you can still pursue all of the things that you want to do in this world. And you don't have to let, um, you know, one change in life, you know, get you completely off track. It's just about timing. And some things you may have to put, you know, down for a little bit, but you can pick them back up at the right time. And so I just want to show her that as she grows up so for me that's something that's important for me to continue to you know put out there as I quote unquote build my brand is just showing like women you know we're strong we can do these things and then maybe just you know hopefully I can inspire somebody but I also get inspired by a lot of women out there who show that as well Mm -hmm. I really love um uh, she's a fashion blogger. Her name is Chriselle Lim. Yeah. Yes. I love I, her page, too. Yeah, I love her page, and I love the way that she shares her life. Um, 
I, I think blogging is amazing, but it scares me because I'm like, oh, it's like you're putting your whole life out there. <laughs> um, but I really like the way she does it because, she, you know, she talks about the fashion industry and she talks about her work and all the different projects she's in. And when she does share her family, it's always a really powerful teaching moment. It's always, you know, about, you know, how life changed having a second baby or, you know, it's just always very poignant and purposeful and I, I think she does a really great job to if I were to emulate anyone I, I would I really appreciate the way that she does it um, she posts a lot about her work and she posts a, um, in my mind a good amount of her family and personal life so the people who are following her and the brands and all the jobs she do, does has a good sense of who she is as a whole person and not just as a fashion blogger and not just as a mom but um, the fact that she blends it so seamlessly too, I really, I check her out. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that she's a blogger per se, but um, I follow This Is Loom, um, which is a nice mix of education uh, from like period to parenting to birthing, um, and she has a nice mix of people of color participating in the conversation. Um, so for me, it's more about finding, again, I'm kind of a passive social media participant. So I do like the ones that are more informational because I read them. Um, I'll follow up on them, tag them for later, file them away in my saved items. So I think that's more my speed. But again, that also reflects who I am and how I social media. <laughs> So I think for myself, there's I'm going to give two polarized polar. I'm going to give two polarized examples. <laughs> Polar opposite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, opposite examples. So one is Katie Stouffer. I don't know if you guys follow her, but she her two daughters basically have become Instagram media sensations. So think um, Mary Kate Nashley status at this point so she posts uh, videos every day or so of her kids having conversations and they're just you can't not laugh because their kids are really dynamic and so clearly the intention there and the motive there is that her she's you know her kids are in the spotlight they are now superstar kid celebrities um, and I support it I support her because that is her choice to help her kids you know make a new career for themselves and and choose it and at some point they can decide it's enough but they have clearly gone down celebrity road uh, and then on the flip side of that I really like this fashion blogger called up close and stylish or she's she has a, a website and she never even she doesn't post herself uh, her all her pictures are not of her head so nobody knows who she is and she posts some really cute pictures of her and her her baby it has nothing to do with you know mom advice just really beautiful photography and fashion photos uh keeping completely anonymous so i would say those are two really interesting ones for me and then there's a ton of other mommy pages that are just just great mommy feel good because they take you into the world of the craziness of being a mom, like scary mommy. Yes. Uh, That's a great which one. Is just, it's hilarious. So, uh, but even still, they don't post a lot of baby photos. It's more just advice. Yeah. 
So, like, there are lots of ways to be a mom. There are clearly lots of ways to share your beautiful babies or not share your beautiful babies online. Um, so I think right now is a good time for us to go ahead and head into our mom hack. Mine is now that Cannon has hair, it's figuring out a good way to get her in the habit of knowing that you're, you'll be combing your hair for the rest of your life. So you got to get in the habit, got to set those... Um, reminders and just patterns of um of you so i was kind of struggling with how best to do that and for me she loves sesame street so i married the two it was sesame street and you get your hair combed so it became a pleasurable thing um for her to sit still i can focus i can comb her hair she looks cute but she also knows that that's part of getting ready so she knows the next step when Elmo starts singing, or whenever we reach a point in the mo in the in the show, we can stop it, go wash our face, brush our teeth, finish getting dressed, and so she knows that's part of her morning routine. So I don't know if it's a mom hack, but it's definitely a way that I've kind of trained her or got her in the habit of thinking about doing her hair, taking care of herself, but also a little self care watching tv thank you so much candace for sharing uh today's mom hack and thank you all for tuning in to the mom sync make sure that you follow us uh check us out on instagram and facebook to see what we are sharing and what we may share but tell you why we thought about not sharing it um at the mom sync thanks see you next time